Up next, right here on Spreaker, it's your boy, the governor of Minnesota. Sports talk, that is. The big, smooth Vince Wright coming to you live with Sports Done Right. Keep it locked. It's about time you got it right. Up next, it's your boy, the big, smooth Vince Wright. Broadcasting live from the Sportstacular Governor's Mansion. The governor of sports talk, that is. And he's got your ticket to all the latest sports-related news, events, and hot topics. Are you ready to get it right? Sports Done Right. Up next. Hey, what's up, everybody? Vince Wright, the sports governor, getting these notifications out. I am doing the best I can. We're a couple minutes away from the show starting. Hang in there. Sports done right. Coming to you next.
All right, folks, almost there. Sports done right. Hang in there. Two minutes. ready and get over here. Right now? You're darn tootin'. Don't you know it's time for the governor's weekly address? Live from the situation room of his lakefront chateau, he's bringing a little color to the voice of Minnesota sports talk and worldwide. His mama calls him Vince, but you can call him governor. And by way of executive order, he's serving real sports fans a dose of sports done right. Hey, what's going on, everybody? The one and only Vince Wright, sports governor, coming to you live on the mic here. Hope everybody had a great weekend. I know I did up here in God's country, Minnesota, as we like to say. Oh, man, just uh, getting those notifications out. That's what we do at the beginning of the show. So keep that in mind. I know people are like, you know, why do you got that long intro and everything at the beginning that's what we're doing because Spreaker really won't let us get the show set up otherwise. Um, be nice if we could pause it while we're getting notifications out. Um, but it is what it is. But anyway, Vince Wright, the sports governor, thank you for joining us on Sports Done Right. So much to talk about. Timberwolves are playing in Washington as we speak. They're down 87-82. Just about uh, 50 seconds left here in the third quarter. Kirk Cousins, baby, is a Minnesota Viking. <laughs> almost. Almost a Minnesota Viking. Settle down. Anyway, uh, Justin Ekstrom, he's one of the hosts of the Horn Scolders podcast, new Minnesota Viking podcast you guys should be checking out here on Spreaker.com. He's going to be joining us at the top of the hour here, just over 15 minutes away, and we're going to break down your Minnesota Vikings, their new quarterback, and what that means for the rest of the team, to be perfectly honest. Um, so, again, that's going to be at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. Make sure that you join us. 
And oh, by the way, I want to say what up to everybody early on in the Spreaker.com chat room. Angry Black Man has joined us. Want to say what up, sir? ABL. My wonderful wife, Miss Angela Wright, the first lady of Minnesota sports. How you doing? Or actually, for the first lady, it's more like. <laughs> had to be done. Had to be done. Miss Tori Lee joining us. How are you? And our main man from Oklahoma. The one and only, Busa, X-Squad affiliate as well. How you doing, Busa man? All right, so a lot of free agent news to get through tonight. We got some, uh, we're going to talk about Tiger Woods as well. Not only was he named president, or president, listen to me, captain of the President's Cup team uh, upcoming here. He's playing some golf again. So he came one shot away from getting to a playoff and a possible victory last week with Paul Casey. He is back now, Bay Hill, Arnie's course, where he has won, I believe, what, seven times? So we'll talk a little bit about LT Gray, Tiger Woods, a little later in the show here. We also got, look, I'm not going to get too much into the tournament tonight. Virginia, Villanova, Kansas, and Xavier are your top four seeds there. I like that. But we'll we'll delve a little bit into some of these games here. You know, there's just so much going on with the free agency here in the NFL today that started popping off. And I don't think anybody kind of expected the frenzy that was happening here today. Because, I mean, all kinds of things, you know, Jordy Nelson released from the Packers. Meanwhile, Green Bay signs uh, Jimmy Graham. I mean, all kinds of movement going on. Danny Amendola heading down to the division rivals. He's heading down to Mocabella's area, South Beach. Lots and lots to talk about. Well, not going to talk a lot of NBA tonight. Kind of in the standstill pattern there. Nothing's really changed, but we'll we'll delve just a little little Timberwolves news here. Um, but yeah, it is really going to be an NFL heavy show. Feel free, we're going to be in the chat room as well, reading all your comments there. I want to say what up to another uh, DJ that has a great show. If you really like some some back in the day R and B music, check out DJ Knox. He is here on Spreaker.com as well. Make sure you're following him. So again, Spreaker.com is where you can find this show, Sports Done Right, Tuesday nights usually, uh, every Tuesday night. I already had a little issue there. (laughs) But uh, Tuesday nights is when we usually do the show. Obviously, sometimes real life gets in the way. But sports done right here for your take on Minnesota sports, the Big Ten Conference, Upper Midwest, you know, just kind of giving you our point of view on things. And we'll also delve into the national scene. We're taking calls live, 651-968-0124. So make sure you're checking us out that way as well. You can call and talk directly to Minnesota Sports Governor. And that's me, Vince Wright. Follow me, Twitter, at the Big Smooth one Follow, follow us on Facebook, Sports Done Right, W-R-I-G-H-T. 
And man, what can I say? We're off and running. Um, All kinds of things to get into tonight as well, because Malcolm Butler, by the way, (laughs) he's jetting from New England. He's heading out to Tennessee, it looks like. We said we talked about the Packers, their scenario, all three of the Vikings QBs gone when most of us thought that maybe they'd find a way to, to to possibly keep Bridgewater around, but that didn't happen. Looks like he's going to New York to hopefully have a nice little stint with the Jets. We talked about Tiger Woods, still moving the, the marketing needle, so to speak. We're going to talk about that, a couple of stories that I'd like to get into there. And uh, props to VJ Singh, um, since we are talking golf, I want to say what up to old VJ. He won his uh, first, uh, what is it, uh, Champions Tour title at the Toshiba Classic Sunday. 55-year-old World Golf Hall of Famer, uh, beat three other golfers, so congrats to him on his first individual title. I guess he won a team title on the uh, old man's tour there, but this is his first individual one. So congrats to VJ Singh. And also we're going to give this state of ours some love as well, because I know most of you guys think we're some Siberian wasteland that just never, it, it never warms up here. Uh, why would you want to live here? What do people do here? We're going to give you a little sports resume on, on the, the great things and events that this state and primarily the twin cities is hosted and just to let people know that this is a great place to be winners suck ain't gonna lie (laughs) the winners suck we know that but man when it's warm out it's a great place to be so um hey you're very welcome too by the way dj knox uh viking sign kirk cousins what's happening to the rest of the team a lot of teams in flux. Adrian Peterson wants to play for Houston now. And don't know if that's going to happen. What do you guys think? If you're out there, hit us up. Twitter, the Spreaker.com chat room here on uh, Spreaker. And it looks like my main man, there's Mike from Eden Prairie. Let me say what up to him. Give him some proper due because he's always listening. All right, Mike says AP is done, Gov. Signed, sealed, delivered. It's been real, but he's done. Uh, One of the Vikings' all-time greats, no doubt, but he's done. Do you guys agree? AP, I think he's, what, 32, 33? Is AP done? I think he is unless he's going to take a significant pay cut. Because, A, he didn't really do a whole lot. There were a couple nice runs with Arizona. No success really with the Saints. And quite honestly, just not a market for AP anymore. So I don't really see a lot of teams going out of their way to get AP. If they can get them on the cheap, somebody, you know, sign them to, to a roster spot. See what he can do, you know, second down, maybe third down. But um, all intents and purposes... I hope you saved that money, AP, because I think it's done. I think it's done. We got some sound here from Tiger Woods tonight. We got some sound from the NFL Network on uh, the Green Bay situation. We got, uh, who is it, Uh, Ian Rappaport's take on the Viking situation. 
And like I said, we got Justin Ekstrom at the top of the hour. If you do want to call in and talk a little sports with me, Vince, right? The sports governor, you can hit me up 651-961-0124. Again, 651-968-0124. We'll get that number in the chat room here as well. Uh, Let me know how you guys are feeling on the tournament. Wizards. 97-88 97-88 over Minnesota here. So it looks like the T-Wolves, they got nine minutes in the fourth quarter left. T-Wolves need these wins, man. Without Jimmy Butler in here and with the West being as jumbled as it is, and we talked a, a little bit about this with uh, Big Kev last week, uh, host of the uh, uh, CT Clutch uh, Sports Radio Show. Because of the way that that Western Conference is bundled up from teams three through eight, you know, a couple losses here and there, like the Timberwolves have found out. You know, Timberwolves went from third seed now down to, I think, they're the sixth or seventh seed. And all these teams between three and eight with a couple bad breaks, they're looking at not making the playoffs. So the Wolves have got to find a way to win. Wolves have got to step up. Nice block there, I thought, by Towns. They He gets called for the foul. But again, how often do we talk about it on Sports Done Right, people? How often they got to pick up the defense. Wiggins at time has shown spurts of, of, you know, really trying to, you know, pick up his defensive game, as is uh, Carl Anthony. Derrick Rose is in here. Yeah, that's right. Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose is a Timberwolf. Oh! And I don't know. Long as, uh, you know, Tyus is on the floor right now. Long as it doesn't impact Tyus's development. I think we're all good. But, you know, the knees on Derrick Rose are are obviously what we're concerned about. We'll see. I mean, I guess at this point it doesn't necessarily hurt. And you could kind of expect it to. I mean, Tibbs bringing the old crew back together. You know, the people had already kind of talked about this possibly happening. So it's not a complete shock. But I really like and a nice tip there by Tyus Jones. Hell, Wiggins can take maybe a little cue from Tyus Jones in his defensive effort because Tyus Jones, you know, looks like he's like 14 years old out there with with these guys. But the guy just through hard work, perseverance, just comes to play every night, man. And then, you know, he's what, two years in? You know, he's going to have a probably a fairly nice NBA career, collect the pinch and all that stuff. So props to Minnesota, Minnesota's own Apple Valley, Minnesota, to be specific. And a very nice dish by Tyus Jones there. Um, I hope so. Angry Black says Rose will not provide anything for the Timberwolves. No, you're right, man. I think you are right. You know, he, he may have a nice game here or there. And who knows, uh, ABM, that might be all that the T-Wolves need. The T-Wolves just got to find a way to stand pat, but they are in trouble here. Again, uh, they've closed the lead tonight. It's down to three, so we'll see if they can sneak one out here in D.C. Because they now need literally every win they can get as we get down here to the last few weeks of the season here. So... All right, folks, let's do this here. We got Justin Ekstrom coming in here in about five minutes. Let's just take a very quick break. And 
we will be right back and we'll talk Vikings football. Also, rest in peace, of course, to Craig Mack, man. The flavor in your ear. We'll also be playing some of uh, Craig Mack's tunes, of course. So, I mean, you know, what can you say there? Um, Very sad news to hear that he died. Only 46 years old, too, and that was the other thing. I mean, um, had some, some health issues. You know, it was what it was, so. But... Rest in peace to the ever-popular Craig Mack. And we will be right back. And we will be talking Vikings football. Thank you guys for keeping it tuned here. Sports done right into the Wisconsin people. The Wisconsin fans. I'd just like to say what up as well. We'll be right back. Sports done right. Keep it tuned. Ladies and gentlemen, hear me and hear me good. If you like sports... Then you like the Wait a Minute Show. If you like comedy, then you like the Wait a Minute Show. If you like a different opinion coming from a different angle, then you like the Wait a Minute Show. So join me Saturday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with your host, Jelani, J.B. Bodie, and of course, my man Lopan on the Wait a Minute Show.com. Ain't that right, Lopan? Hi, this is Terry Crews, actor, former football player, game show host, father of five, and all-around big dude. I'm also an expert on drama. I know all kinds of drama. There's the good kind that comes with having a house full of kids. There's the bad kind, like season-ending injuries. There's the necessary kind, like having an agent in Hollywood. And there's silly drama, like the drama around my percolating pectorals. And then there's the drama you can skip. Skip the drama that comes with not having your high school diploma or equivalency. Find free adult education classes near you and finish your high school diploma. Visit finishyourdiploma.org. Or text DIPLOMA to 97779. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop to opt out. That's DIPLOMA to 97779. And leave the drama to actors like me. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ed Council. So I'm a cat, and I just moved in with this new human, and she's got this little toy she's always playing with, all day long. Tap, 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 bloop, bloop. She can't put it down. There it is. Oh, and get this. She even talks to it. Last week, she asked it for Chinese, and guess what? Egg rolls showed up, like magic. Humans have cool toys. A person is the best thing to happen to a shelter pet. Be that person. Adopt. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the ShelterPetProject.org. Yo, what's good? This is Trey Frazier on the staff. This is the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Make sure y'all tune in to us every Tuesday night, 7 o'clock to 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time. Jockin' my staff. You know you're jockin' my staff. Presenting, presenting, jockin' my staff. Craig Max here, it's a have no fear. 
My rhymes push the whack to the rear. I'm severe, rap pioneer. When folk out there, now it's clear. Rhymes flow to the break of dawn. It's growing them since I can still on. Like Paul's Dillion. Yeah, don't forget, style is a banger. Them seeds I deposit in the closet on the hanger. Break them back, back. Chop the rhymes like a chop shop, chop a axe. Starting with the bows in your back. Whatever I attack is like a blow from an axe. Sweet like sugar that beyond sugar smacks. Facts, I or Miz, can't another rapper see me when it's time for getting biz And the more I love the story, as you will as see, you will see that from now on, the greatest rapper is me, Hi. MC. Great you're jocking my style, you're jocking my style, boy, you're jocking my style. MC, you're jocking my style, you know you can't touch the place. MC, you're jocking my style, you're jocking my style, boy, you're jocking my style. MC, stop jocking my style, Craig Mack has the fat funk plays. Now I'm saying, rock funk to the Himalayan. No more delaying MCs, you decaying, I'm staying. Cause now I'm out my cage. And what I do for rap is going to make front page. Remember back in the days, I was just tight. I do a rhyme, well I do a willy riding right. But now I'm the man with the mic in my hand. Starving MCs like some kids from Cyan Breaker, Breaker. Uh, it's the uh, folk rhyme shaker. Uh, Super duper uh, superb, uh, slamming like a Laker. Swimming on them seas uh, like a Moray Eels with massive pills. Your rhymes and jokes like danger pills, boy, I tell you. Ain't no lava on this continent, I'm doping you the opposite. The man when I be dropping raw. raw. Give them seas a headache. Hit your ass so hard to kill your man by mistake. Use a fake. Ladies and real. Now stop rocking till it's time to go. So bust the flow. I'ma be around for a while. MC, stop jocking my style. MC, you're jocking my style. You're jocking my style, boy. You're jocking my style. MC, stop jocking my style. You know you can't touch the place. MC, you're jocking my style. You're jocking my style, boy. You're jocking my style. MC, stop jocking my style. It's Craig Mack, the fat folk plays. Now everybody put your hands in the air Wave them like you just don't care Hey yo, you can have a dollar or be a millionaire Sometimes I think the match should be mayor Now me, myself and I, we three bad What? Here to eliminate suckers, I came to rock the party Are you ready? Get your Aunt Millie's out I eat them seeds like spaghetti at machete I cut your ass like a sword Into buying dimes, these rhymes you can't afford I shine like jewelry, ain't nobody schooling me I battle anybody, just point to who the fool I be Cause you and me, we ain't the same type of breed I grab the mic and give the crowd what they need and proceed To rock the mic, says the child Get off my tip and stop jocking my style MC, you're jocking my style You're jocking my style, boy, you're jocking my style MCs, you're jocking my style. You know you can't touch the place. Uh, MCs, you're jocking my style. You're jocking my style, boy. You're jocking my style. MCs, stop jocking my style. It's Craig Mack, the fat folk plays. Boom, 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 boom. One, two, one. Hey yo, jocking my style. Yo, don't, but don't, boom, boom. Original fat folk plays. It's jocking my style.
The votes are in and it's official. He's Minnesota's number one sports color commentator. The people got it right. And now it's time for you to get your sports done right. With the governor of sports talk, the honorable Vince Wright. Now, let's get back to the show. All right, everybody. What's happening? Vince Wright, the sports governor of Minnesota, is back. And got a very, very special guest tonight. He is one of the hosts of the Horn Scolders podcast. Make sure you're following him on Twitter at Horn Scolders. And also, by the way, make sure that you check this podcast out because these guys just got started this year and they're doing a phenomenal job. Big things ahead for them. Justin Ekstrom's joined us from St. Cloud, Minnesota to talk about Kirk Cousins and our beloved Purple Justin, thanks for joining us, man. How you doing? I am doing great, man. Thank you for having me. Hey, thanks for taking time out of your uh, busy schedule. I know we hit you up last second. So, again, I appreciate it. And, we'll, like I said, we're definitely going to get you to a gopher game um, this fall as well. So, Justin, let's get right to it, man. Um, all intents and purposes, Captain Kirk is a Minnesota Viking. You've heard the numbers, guaranteed money. Just your initial thoughts once it became official today, how did you feel? You know, I, I'm I'm numb to the whole situation because we've known this for a little while, or have we? You know, I mean, like, Vikings Twitter, like you know and I know, it just breaks and unbreaks, and, you know, this is reported, that's reported. Well, now it's official, and so I've... I wasn't prepared basically, but I'm prepared. You know what I mean? Like right. I, I wanted to take it as it is. I'm, I'm happy. They got the guy that they think they're, they want to get. Um, like I've said before in the break or whatever, uh, I'm Vikings believer, true and true, man. Spielman Zimmer. Uh, if this is their guy, they want JDF. If that's their guy, great. Let's see it. I'm, I'm excited in that aspect. But the money just threw me for a loop. Like, I can't believe 100% guaranteed like that. I, that's something that Spielman's not known to do. Well, you know, I think too, Justin, that's what really took a lot of us Vikings fans by surprise as well. Uh, you know, it was kind of out there that this is the way it was, it was leaning, you know, with Kirk Cousins coming in to, to you know, take over to Purple. But... Three years, almost $90 million, all of it guaranteed for the most part. Yeah, I mean, unheard of. And yeah, like you said, it's just not the way that the purple, you know, the front office really operates here. So I think that's what really got people. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's just, you know, Spielman, that is not his MO. His MO is to get like, you know, maybe the first year is completely guaranteed and then they can get away or have like this fourth or fifth year option type thing. And they leave themselves with outs. I, with this Kirk Cousins, according to pundits, ESPN, NFL.com, he's the number one free agent. Number one, him and then Drew Brees. Didn't get Drew Brees. They got Kirk Cousins. I, I don't know. It should be a win, I guess. But it's just, it, you know, I, I got I to gotta go with, like I always say, you got to wait and see. Wait and see. 
and give him a shot. I, I'm not going to say I, I dislike Kirk Cousins, dislike the Vikings just because of the signing. I'll never say that. You know, I, I got to see it because as far as the market went, he was supposedly the cream of the crop. Hopefully he is exactly what they hope he is. And uh, we like that. We like that. <laughs> You know, I, I look, man, I hope so. We were talking, me and Justin, before we hit the air here. And, you know, I'm behind, you know, Kurt. He's our quarterback. Um, but make no mistake, man, I'm very apprehensive. He just, look, I know he's got the stats, but he's just never really done anything for me or really did anything in Washington. And I think that's the other side of it too, Justin, is just, you know, for him, God bless him. He's in the right place at the right time to, to you know, collect this money and, and do all that. But, you know, on the football field, I, I don't want to say I'm not impressed because I liked him a lot at Michigan State. I, I really have nothing against him at Washington, but he just didn't really impress me out there. Am I wrong? No, I see, I love his fire, and you can't deny his fire. You cannot deny his heart. You can't deny this or that it's just he has that head scratcher of a mistake like third quarter end of third quarter or beginning of the fourth quarter that all of a sudden his team is down 14 instead of going in to kick a field goal his red zone percentages are you know i i don't have anything in front of me but i know his red zone percentage is not good like his picks in the red zone right i i know those aren't well but i mean hey maybe I'm hoping they took John Filippo aside and said, hey, who's your guy? What would you pay him? You'll have one year because if you do really well, you're gone. Who do you want? And if he said blatantly said, I want Kirk Cousins, hey, I mean, <laughs> I wish I got to see or hear that kind of stuff because that would give me a lot more, you know, positive thinking in this, a lot more confidence in this move. Right. But, I, you know, we only got one playoff victory out of him so far and it's just tough like we don't see a whole lot of him. at least we got to play in the last two years and I mean in those two games he wasn't all that impressive he was one and one against us and one game he basically was terrible for most of the game against our defense which you know ends up happening quite often but I mean that that game they played this year that mm-hmm. that better not be one that said oh yeah we need to go get him because that is not the case in my head. No, exactly. And I, I don't know, man. It, it just all of a sudden, it, it turned real weird up here in Minnesota, Justin. And again, we got Justin Ekstrom, uh, host of the Horn Scolders podcast here, joining Vince Wright, the sports governor, Sports Done Right, Tuesday night edition again from the God's country, as we call it, Minnesota. It, it, it was just odd because, you know, somebody thought, okay, Case is going to go. Bradford's going to go. Maybe there's a way to keep Teddy in the fold. Teddy, it looks like now he's going to New York to, to quarterback the Jets or at least maybe to compete for the starting job out there. Um, yeah, one you. Uh, I, I was just going to say real quick, Justin, what happens now? We got the starting quarterback. Who's our backup? Well, I, you know, I thought they were going to go get McCown or whatever or whoever uh, JDF is used to getting, some veteran, but they're those guys are getting swooped up too. In my mind, beginning of the day when this news 
broke, I'm like, okay, we're going to go get a veteran, we're going to have Slaughter, and we're still going to draft a quarterback. Well, now I don't really know about the veteran guy. I, I don't know what guy we go out and get that can, you know, compete for that second spot. Do they like Slaughter enough for him to immediately become two? I haven't seen any footage of him other than that in game three or game four of the preseason last year. So then I'm sorry, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, How odd is it that he comes here from Denver? Now Case Keenum's there. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Whole thing's weird, man. Whoops, I'm sorry. It sound, your phone was fading out a little bit, Justin. What were you saying? Uh, this whole thing is kind of weird to me. Like, uh, everyone going to where they're at, we'll get to see the two quarterbacks. We play New York and we play Arizona where Bradford went. Oh, jeez, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's no, – go ahead. No, I was just going to say Vikings luck. And, yeah, we go down there and Bradford blows us out. And, you know, I mean, <laughs> I can see it happening, bro. I can see it happening. Um, Justin, let me ask you about our Vikings defense because now with this type of money out here, Vikings got to get real serious and real particular on who they're going to ask to stay around. So what are your thoughts on uh, some of the folks that may be Vikings and may be on their way out? Well, now, uh, now it gets really interesting. I obviously, I'm not a numbers guy. If you guys ever follow my podcast or ever follow me on Twitter, I am not a numbers guy. That is my other co-host. That is, you know, not me. But I'm just saying now they basically have to choose. Are they going to give Diggs that? Uh, it used to be the Mankato money, but now it's going to be the Egan money or whatever, the TCO money. Um, like, are they going to give Diggs that contract? Are they going to give um, Kendricks that contract? they Are going to... I mean, Barr has got to be their number one choice, right? Like, Barr, mm-hmm. Barr needs this money before anyone else, you would think, because, I don't know, I'm a Kendricks guy myself, but we have one more year to somewhat worry about him, right? So this money all of a sudden gets a lot tighter than what I wanted it to be. I want them all here. Right, yeah. You don't mess with You don't mess with the number one defense in the NFL, even though the last game things didn't work out. Well, I mean, that should be more fuel to the fire. Get them all back out there. Now, now I don't know. Is Kendrick's going to be a casualty? I, Jaleel Johnson, is he going to, is he our next guy? Tom Johnson's going to be leaving probably now. Right. So do we like Jaleel Johnson enough at that three tech position? I haven't seen enough from him. What I love about, him coming out of Iowa. He was an Iowa guy, right? So, yeah, I mean, yep. Let me ask you I, this. What happens now to the offensive line? I mean, with that, because that, in my opinion, that's who we got to we got to get that shored up, um, and maybe an interior defensive lineman as well. Yeah, I, my number one priority, to be honest with you, is the defensive line for me. I, I mean, I don't know what the Vikings won in one A and one B. Obviously, it was quarterback. That's done. Now, I mean, offensive line, we kind of kind of saw what they were doing. They liked Nick Easton enough to put that second round tender on him. You know, that, that bad, that's not a bad step to go, but now we need somebody. We saw Remmers do a little bit better at right tackle than he was at right guard or uh, right guard than right tackle rather. Now they got to find that right tackle. There's a guy that came from, uh, that just got released today from Baltimore. Maybe, 
maybe they go and get him. I, I don't know, man. Like, but now it's money. Like, yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Just their drafting the last couple of years in you know not getting the top tier, you know, other than Elfline getting top tier offensive linemen and offensive guards and guys that would have fallen to him or fell to him and they just pass on them. That's going to come back and bite them now because they could have these guys for one to two million dollars. Now they got to go find. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, guard getting thirteen million dollars a year. Are you kidding me? Like yeah. number. one. Guards and free agency are now getting thirteen million. What do you think a right or a left tackle is going to get? Exactly, man. First place schedule. And by the way, Kirk Cousins, he's been injured here and there a couple times. So you know, it's imperative, man, that we get some people on the offensive line to protect this dude because you know he's been he's been busted up himself, man. So you know, that's the other reason I was a little worried about it. But you know, it is what it is, and uh, you know. Let me ask you this. Were you one of the people that wanted to keep Case Keenum, Justin? Yeah, you know, at the right price. And I thought if you could get him for under $20 million, they were going to go for it. I was all in on Case and Teddy. If you could yeah. if you could give me Case and Teddy for under $30 million combined, right. I mean, that's... I thought that would have been the way to go, but I am not a GM whatsoever. I'm not a, again, I have to say this to all your fans or whoever's, <laughs> go ahead. whoever's actually listening to my segment here. Uh, like, I mean, seriously, like that didn't seem like a bad route. I, I don't, I don't know. And this, this is the, we keep using the word head scratcher. Just, mm-hmm. I, I don't get what their thought process was. I did see a few guys say that uh, Case just doesn't kind of fit what John Filippo runs as, a, you know, what he wants to run as an offensive coordinator. So, I mean, like I said a few minutes ago, if they if he pointed to Kirk Cousins and said, get me him, maybe that's what Spielman said. Okay, let's do it. We saw what you did with uh, Nick Foles in the Super Bowl and the game leading up to it and the game against us. Like, I mean, we saw that. So now – We'll get you your guy. One year, man, make some magic. Maybe maybe he's his magic man. Yeah, exactly. It's Teddy leave, to be honest with you. I'm, I've never been one of those guys that falls in love with, like, quarterbacks. I just don't. I, okay. I don't know if it's the Minnesota looking fan in me because we just never get that long-term guy. Right. And I wasn't around in early parts of the years when Fran the man was here. So I'm not, I'm not used to them just getting their guy. Well, now right. they got their guy. They have him for three years. Let's see it. Oh, Let's yeah. Let's see what Because this is, hey, this is possible, in my opinion, and, you know, the local media has been talking about it. This is really probably Spielman's career. Because if this deal mm-hmm. goes south and does not work out, Spielman's going to be gone more than likely. But, again, if it does work out, Spielman, who recently has done very well here on the draft picks and some trades and things, kind of starts looking like the the wizard and, you know, the magician, and all of a sudden it can possibly work out for him. Look, man, he's our quarterback, Justin. I'm with him. Uh, you look, I, you know, I wa- I'm a little older than you. I, I remember the last time the Vikes were in that Super Bowl back in 76, or excuse me, 77. Oh. 
And yeah, I mean, we at least got to get back to the big game. I mean, this is getting ridiculous, but Minnesota sports. Yeah, I'm over five. My oh, earliest man. Vikings were Nelson dropping the pass against oh, the Washington Red. I turned to my old man and said, hey, the Vikings need a lot of fans. I'm going to be their fan. And he said, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I'm <laughs> Oh, I hear you, man. I hear you. Well, Justin, listen, I won't hold you up anymore, man. Thank you so much for hanging out with us and talking to little Vikings, and especially on that last second ask of mine. And like I said, we'll, we'll take care of you this fall, my friend. You and the wife come down and uh, hang out with the Gov and the First Lady for some uh, gopher football. Sounds good to me, man. Thanks for having me. It's never, never a problem. Just the timing always. That's all. That, yeah, exactly. That's the only kids and wife. <laughs> <laughs> Happy life, brother. Happy life. <laughs> yeah, you take care, man. Keep doing some good work. Thanks right. for having hey, me on here. You do the same. And again, a hey, real quick, Justin, tell the folks where they can follow you on uh, Twitter and all that stuff. Well, the main one is uh, at the sports crib 21. It's not always, it's not always sports. It's not always Vikings football. It's always goofy, though. It's always something off the cuff at the Sports Crib 21. Uh, and then at Horn Scolders, that's my podcast. We'll be getting one out here in the next couple of weeks with Austin and Scott. We just uh, – sicknesses, man. Sicknesses. We've been we've been hitting that uh, mm-hmm. how influenza B around here in Minnesota part. So we'll get back at it. Yeah, absolutely. That sounds good, bro. All right, man. Go take care of that uh, wonderful little uh, child of yours. All our best to you and the wife, man. And we'll let's do this again real soon. I always enjoy talking to you, Justin. Thanks, Gov. Have a good night. All right. Take care. All right. The one and only Justin Ekstrom joining us here. Again, he is host of the Horn Scolders podcast, him and his boys doing um, a wonderful new podcast, Minnesota Vikings football. I'll get his contact info in the chat room. Want to say what up to some folks in the chat room. Run CNC is joining us. Run, make sure you go back and listen to the first part of the show. We just had Justin Ekstrom, who me run yeah, we do a lot of uh, Twitter communication there, us Vikings fans. So uh, Run is definitely familiar with Justin, so check him out. The lovely Thorny Switch, Georgia alum, Georgia lady there. And congrats to UGA, Georgia winning. The, was it the indoor track and field championships, the ladies? Anyway, they are uh, track champions down there. They are. I want to say what up to the one and only Shelly B. How you doing? My main man, now I always say this. I got actually got some more beer for Big L, and we're just going to try and ship it off this weekend for you. But anyway, Big L, his Arkansas Razorbacks in the tournament. He's in Little Rock by way of Chi-Town. What up? Cedric Galloway in the house. Cedric representing all things L.A. Dodges, Raiders, he loves the ball. I want to say what up to Big Ced as well. Uh, Clutch Talk Sports Radio in the house. That's Big Kevin as well. Kev uh, joined us last week on the show, did a phenomenal job. And he's the one that talked me down off the Kirk Cousins ledge. So it's going to happen. We're just going to see what happens. 
Shelly B says, don't forget about Johnny Manziel. Uh, we, we will try to forget about Johnny Manziel. It will be interesting, though, to see if, uh, you know, he keeps pulling on those heartstrings of the owners that somebody does take a shot on him. Big L says, Kevin is a Cousins fan. He is the same player as Romo. You know, Big L, we give Big L a lot of grief as being kind of the troller extraordinary here in the uh, X squad and on all of our shows, but he has a pretty good point with that one right there because I've heard that a lot, to be perfectly honest with you. And I've had that thought many times here over the past couple weeks as uh, I've been thinking about this. Angry Black says, Cousins isn't the answer. Keep hope alive is a Jesse Jackson slogan. And you see how that worked out. Exactly. Um, I, I, we got to see what happens. It is clear and Justin alluded to this on the, in, when he was on the phone here. The Vikings, this is their guy. Okay. They obviously did not franchise Case. Case was not in the plans. I think they obviously loved what he did this year. Wasn't necessarily sold on if he could do it again next year. And... We are where we are. Bradford's down in Arizona. Teddy Bridgewater. And a lot of sad fans on the Vikings Twitter today with Teddy Bridgewater. And news that he is more than likely going to wind up a New York Jet. But we are very happy for him and wish him all the best, man. Thorny Switch says, no, let Johnny beat women wherever he is. Uh, yeah, I hear you there. Nostradamus Ben, BS3 called cousin in Minnesota. Yes, he did. Big Ben Suttoth, BS3, definitely called that shot. So it's happening. He's in town tomorrow. Everything becomes official tomorrow. It's the legal tampering period, as they say um, in sports. But anyway... Let's do this. More NFL news to come. Uh, yes, Teddy uh, Teddy did go to the Jets run, so we are excited for him. But, man, Craig Mack passes away with uh, due to heart failure. Um, been playing some of his tunes. Let's play the classic here as we head in the break. When we come back, more NFL talk. We'll talk about why the great state of Minnesota is not the vast sports wasteland that you think it is. And we'll roll right on in. I think Tasty Talk Tuesdays is coming up next. And again, that'll be Mandelion and Girly Girl. Now, you know, those adult topics on that special relationship show. So make sure the kids are put away. The curtains are drawn. I see you in there, First Lady. Yeah, don't let her fool you. First Lady knows what's up. Anyway. Oh! <laughs> yeah, indeed. All right, y'all. Craig Mack, the one that started it all. Some flavor in your ear. Keep it tuned. Here, sports done right. I know we had to do a remix, right? Mad, I get more butt than ass trains. Fuck the fair one, I get mine the fast way. Ski mass way, nigga ransom notes. Far from handsome, but damn a nigga tote much. More guns than roses, foes is shaking in their boots. A visible bully, like the gooch disappear, vamoose, you whack to me. Take them rhymes back to the factory. I see the gimmicks, the whack lyrics, the shit is depressing, pathetic. Please forget it. You're mad cause my style you're admiring. Don't be Bad UPS is hiring. 
You shouldn't have been the cop, fuck hip-hop With that freestyle, you're bound to get shot Not from Houston, but I rap a lot Pack the gap a lot, the flame's about to drop Pick up the brand new flavor No rap, no crap, you bore me. One to grab my dick, too lazy. Hold it for me. I'm straight, rap, great. Bust the head straight and dreads. I'm everlasting. Like it's so on pro cash. A tech nine. When I rhyme, plus I climb. Word is bond. Your album couldn't fuck with one line. It's been three years since your last year. But now I reappear. Your heart pumps fear. To your gut. Did your girl's butt. I scraped it, shaped it. Now she won't strut. I smashed teeth. Fuck your beef. No relief. I step on stage. Girls scream like I'm Keith. You won't be around next no, year. Won't. My rap's too severe. Can't get bad flavor in here. Here comes the brand new flavor in Time for new flavor in It's my time to burn to explore The flavor in your ear is the boy scout I make outs, I make all the rappers have doubts right. You're fucking right. with the wrong clan and the wrong man, that's it Now you got to get your dome split I'm going into my knapsack with my cat Take off my hat, yes I'm just cool like that The dangerous, the ruggedness from the flatbush abyss BLS 97 kiss bastard is I'm gonna live long in this rap game Niggas know my name, yo You're jingling, baby. You're jingling, baby. Uh, bloatitious. Skeevy, delicious. Give me couscous, love me good. Damn, Hollis to Hollywood. But is he good? I guess like the jeans. Uh, flavor like praline. Sick daddy, I mean. Papa love it when he does it. Niggas buzz it. But tell me, was it really just the flavor that be clogging your streets? Get it out, y'all. Okay, rap music. What you never seen before in your motherfucking lives is about to happen. I need everybody to put their motherfucking hands in the air. We gonna bring it to them like this, Mac. Now, peace, peace, peace to all my niggas who waited for Mac. I'm gonna spawn out the stone. He gonna throw my teeth is crazy sharp to get a crib like Paisley Park. Done right, having some technical issues as always, it seems. Get this hooked up here. Ah, there we go. All right, folks, back on the boards. God, I wish the first lady is who I need in here. She needs to be my producer. I got to get some help with things. Oh, and there she is, popping on in the studio. Come on in. Ladies and gentlemen, the one and only First Lady of Minnesota Sports, Angie Wright has joined us to talk about her favorite quarterback, Kirk Cousins. Okay, tell the folks how you're feeling. Well, he's a franchise guy. And He's got to be better than the three we had. The three? Really? Okay. Well, we had three. One was hurt. He, he's probably never going to play again. One small. 
and one really soft. So you can put the names behind them, but wow. that's my opinion. First lady coming out hard, people. Okay, cool, cool. Well, how do you feel? Kirk Cousins is a Viking. You were talking a little bit earlier today. You seemed to like the move. You just need to have a franchise quarterback. When's the last time we've had one? Well, I don't think we do have one still. Well, you don't think he's a franchise guy? It's debatable. Debatable. Governor. Oh, it's very, very debatable, but no, I don't. Um, Big L, first lady is back. Hey, love, with Hi, the Big heart. Big L. Um, Big L, the beer is coming. The beer is coming. The governor's slow. It's <laughs> yeah. been here for a while. Yeah, we'll get you taken care of. Anyway, everybody's saying what up to Angie, Big Ben. By the way, check out Big Ben uh, Sutterth, BS3 Sports Report. I'm trying to speak into the mic. Yeah, the mic is a it's little high. high. Hold on here. Let's readjust. We like readjustments on the show here. Too close. All right, that should help you out here a little bit. Thank you, thank you. Okay, so... First Lady likes Cousins. Why, I'm still not particularly sure, but, you know. He's got balls. I mean, (laughs) look at the guy. He's got some swag. He's got balls. I mean, what more could you want? Okay. Although now we have no backups, so I'm a little worried about that. Yeah, me too. Um, And, again, I guess uh, the First Lady likes, well, I'll leave that alone. Anyway, Angie, what else is going on in the world of the First Lady before you head on out of here? Um, I had a good day today. Bye, Angie. And <laughs> Bye, Angie. Did Bye, I Angie. just get cut off? No, you're still on. Anyway, that's the First Lady just checking in. She says hello to everybody. Oh, parting words. Goodbye. And now she says goodbye. All right, folks. Angie Wright, the one and only First Lady of Minnesota Sports. Let me readjust this microphone up to the height for a six foot five guy here, as opposed to a five foot, or as she says, a five foot six lady. All right, folks. So, Danny Amendola, he's out of here, or out of here. He's gone. Malcolm Butler is going to Tennessee now, it looks like. Well, how do you guys feel about that? I got all kinds of notes and printouts here. It's, it's almost like I got a Bible from all the, the activity that's been going down today here. Um, ESPN graded all these moves. Uh, CBS Sports, USA Today. Heck, Black Sports Online's involved. Richard Sherman. Now, I actually called this. I put this in uh, one of the chat rooms. I can't remember whose show in particular, but I thought it was a very good move for him to go back to the Bay Area. He's a uh, Stanford guy, as we know, uh, loves the West Coast, and really now he gets the two shots at his former team, and he is really looking forward to that, man. So Richard Sherman is now playing for the San Francisco 49ers. Um, Amendola, Sam Bradford, one year, $20 million for Sam Bradford down in Phoenix. And no, I don't think anybody saw that one coming. But again, everybody's taking their shots. Big L says Tennessee's getting better. 
Thorny says, by Angie in our speaker.com chat room. She's going to cry next season. Yeah, Thorny, that's really what the, with us Vikings fans, we just, it's the great unknown. I mean, it really is. It's just the great unknown. Um, Josh McCown, now he stays with New York. Um, One-year deal, $10 million. They're looking to work a deal with Teddy Bridgewater, which I like as well. And if Teddy can get in there, and I'm sure he'll impress early on, and maybe they just throw it up and say, all right, it's on. Whoever wins gets the job. Uh, Mike Evans, Tampa. He's going on, or he's with Tampa Bay. Um, Albert Wilson with Miami. Not sure about that one. Um, Patrick Mahomes now in KC. He's taking over out there. Man, all it is. Re- I will. I will say this. It is going to be very interesting to watch football next year. You know, normally I'm one. I don't like to follow it too much during the off season outside of drafts and stuff. But man, there are there's so much movement. There's so many question marks out there. You know, Garoppolo signed for big money in Frisco. Had a great end of the year. Can he maintain? Big L in our Spreaker.com chat room says, has anyone ever did less with all the money Bradford has made? I'll wait. Um, Sam stays Robin in the NFL. Well, he does. But he's got he's got that money. What else do we got here? Paul Richardson out in Washington. Trey Burton tied in over to Chicago. I mean, you know, Drew Brees. Nobody ever thought he was going anywhere. You know, he was out there for basically a day. I'm sure people called the agent, but Drew Brees wasn't going nowhere, man. So anyway, he gets his money two years, $50 million. And Thorny, that's your Saints. Are you happy with Drew Brees for all intents and purposes, uh, staying the Saint and calling it a career there? Thorny says, good call. It is unknown, Gov, but if you look at the body of work with Cousins, he's not going to get it done, but we shall see. The Packers got Jimmy Graham. That's right. We got some sound here as well from NFL Network. Let me get that queued up here. Again, this is Sports Done Right. Vince Wright, the Sports Gov. Now here on a Tuesday night. Let's see what we got here. All right. So NFL Network, I think it's Ian Rappaport talking about Jimmy Graham. One years old and seemingly his best days, despite a 10 touchdown season last year, were in New Orleans. And New Orleans seems a long time ago. It really does. And what the Packers are trying to do this year in signing Jimmy Graham to what's expected to be a three-year deal uh, is similar to what they tried to do last year with, with Martellus Bennett. First Jared Cook and then Martellus Bennett. Try to get one more really good year, maybe two, out of a tight end who has made a lot of plays in this league. And, and Jimmy Graham is, is not your uh, sort of normal average tight end. Uh, he is not a blocker. Obviously, he's much more of a receiver. He's not a kind of guy uh, who can go one-on-one. You gotta, you really got to kind of work with him and scheme with him. And the Seahawks last year, I know they took trade offers for him, and it certainly seemed like in their eyes that 
the money that he was costing just just was not worth it. We will see if the Packers can get another really good year out of uh, Jimmy Graham. They have some very, very good offensive coaches there. Obviously, they think it is worth it. And, of course, uh, under new general manager Brian Gutekinds, uh, they're doing some new things in Green Bay, including signing some guys. Well, there you go. Taking one last shot on Jimmy Graham. Can we give him two years? You know, I was listening to Colin Cowherd, not happy with how the Packers have uh, kind of left the team in shambles here and really haven't done anything over the past few years with Aaron Rodgers. Um, here is the same Cruz take. Again, this is from the NFL Network earlier today on Cousins and my beloved Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, that is my understanding that there were two teams willing to offer fully guaranteed contracts to Kirk Cousins. One was the New York Jets, who came pretty strong. Uh, and then the other was the Minnesota Vikings. And uh, there's a, lot of, a couple of cool things. Well, I'm sure the owners wouldn't think it's cool, but there's a couple of cool things for the players about Kirk Cousins' contract. First of all, uh, it's a short-term deal. It's going to be a short-term deal. Rarely do we see someone maximize his leverage as Kirk Cousins has done. And now we've actually seen it a couple other times in free agency. Sammy Watkins and Allen Robinson both did short-term deals as well. Uh, players are kind of getting hip to the fact that they can – really maximize the kind of money they can make by getting another bite at the apple. And then the other part is the fully guaranteed deal. It has to be fully funded. A lot of times that prevents teams from doing this. Uh, well, Cousins had more leverage than anyone, uh, and so he is expected to get a fully guaranteed deal. Going to go to the Vikings facility uh, for dinner tomorrow night and uh, tour the facility on Thursday. And the hope is that he signs after that. Hope. I saw uh, Doug Baldwin's tweet earlier about how hopefully this is the start of players yes. using their leverage to get fully guaranteed deals. I, I, nobody has leverage like Kirk Cousins has leverage right now. A, a quarterback who, look, we can argue all day for where he would be ranked 1-32 to 32 in the NFL. Obviously high, uh, not, not toward the lower end of that. But a starting caliber quarterback hitting the open market has more leverage than 99% of the players and free agents that ever get a chance to sign deal. So this is not going to be a groundbreaking, game-changing type deal because you just don't see a guy that gets this kind of leverage hit the open market. It... All right, so that was their take on Cousins. It really, literally, you talk about being in the right place in the right time. Exactly. Let me welcome the lovely Mocha Bella, the queen of Miami-Dade County from Miami. She's joining us tonight here at the Spreaker.com chat room. <laughs> lovely Sarah up in Circle Pines, Minnesota is back and joining us again. Hi, Sarah. Thanks for hanging. Cedric Galloway says, I can't even be mad at Bradford and Cousins. If they're going to keep giving you the money, keep taking it. <sighs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, you can't be mad at people for, you know, apparently that's what the market says you're worth. Mocha saying hello to everybody. Um, RG3, is he going to ever get another shot? Doesn't really look like it. I mean, I don't. I have not heard of anybody inquiring on the status of Robert Griffith III. So, yeah, let's keep an eye open and see what happens there. Um, let's see here. I thought there was something. Angie, my wife, she says Bradford is terrible. 
Case Keenum had a lucky run. He's too small. We just need a backup now. All right, so the first lady's in there. Um, Big L, ABM, you're correct, sir. Next year is Bradford's breakout year. Every year, I believe, maybe. Oh, there's Thorny. She, uh, in, re in reference to her Saints, she says, it's fine that we have Breeze, but the problem is that the Saints can't balance the checkbook. I just hope we have money for another receiver. There you go, exactly, so. Alrighty, tweets coming in. The the explicit version of Craig Mack. Yeah, yeah, I tried to cut that little one or that uh, last cut. A little too many MFers in there, which I forgot about with that cut because I do know, um, as I've heard now on Twitter, there are some of the uh, youngsters out there li listening. But anyway, rest in peace to the one and only Craig Mack. Um, good brother was doing things with the church. And had a uh, new album, it looked like, in the can at the time of his death. Want to say what up to the number one chief rocker jersey, Vern. Vernon Ricks is joining us. <laughs> jersey Vern is from the, Jer the Newark, or, uh, New York City, Newark, Jersey area. He now lives in Atlanta, Georgia. He's actually been there for about, what, 20 years? But it's true to his New York roots, man. He don't root for them Atlanta teams. He roots for them Knicks, his Giants. He is not a Jets fan. He is a Yankees fan, not a Mets fan. Hardcore. Thanks for joining us, Jersey Vern. He's like everybody's favorite uncle. That's what we always say. Want to say what up the trade barbershop sports talk podcast joining us as well, man. Thanks for uh, popping in here again. They come on right before sports done right and do a phenomenal job. Great takes from him and maestro styles doing big things. All right. So, all right, people. <laughs> so what are we thinking? Amendola, now that Mocha's in the chat room, Mocha, Danny Amendola's coming your way to pay, play for your Dolphins. Sarah and Circle Pine says, sorry, I was in late, Gov. Now that we got the QB, we need an offensive line that's really going to protect K or Kesa, excuse me, Kirk Cousins. But do we have the money to sign good offensive linemen? Well, that's what we were talking about. Go back and listen to the interview that we had with Justin. That's going to be, I, and I'll be honest with you, I don't know the Vikings money situation at all. I haven't had time to research it, but that's going to be key. Just to remind y'all, Maestro said the Vikings were going to the Super Bowl. Trey says, yeah, yeah, it, it, it can happen next year still. It can happen. We optimistic. Yes, Mocha, I, I was just saying you guys got Amendola. Now you need a quarterback because as we, I, I just don't get why they went with Cutler down there in Miami in the first place. I do not get it. But there's another wide receiver out there. Let's see what the NFL Network has said about Jordy Nelson and why the Packers let him go today as well. The Packers had to clear some money, and they are saying goodbye within the last hour to Jordy Nelson. 
Not a huge surprise, Andrew, knowing the stage of the career that Jordy Nelson is at. He turns 33 years old in May. This move clears over $10 million in cash and cap for the Packers in 2018. Really, there were three players, veterans, who were in the last year of their deals, all with eight-figure cap numbers, Clay Matthews and Randall Cobb being the others. Something had to give if the Packers were going to be, as their new GM, Brian Gutekunst, promised at the Combine, aggressive in free agency, and that's precisely what they did today, using some of that saved cash space and cash by going out and doing something that they did not do a whole lot in Ted Thompson's term as general manager and giving money to a free agent tight end, Jimmy Graham. All right, so Mocha, how do you feel? Tannehill's going to come back, hopefully resurrect the good thing he was starting to get going down there in South Beach. Angie says going to Vegas, going to put 100 bucks on the Vikings to win the Super Bowl. And what should my other team be? Pittsburgh? That's right. The first lady, first daughter, Sydney, going for a little golf vacay out to Vegas here in a couple weeks. Run CNC from Columbus has joined us as well. Run says, how about Jacksonville? Why not? Look good this year. Get on back. Tanny Hill hasn't played the last two years. Yeah, Miami's got to figure out that QB situation. Sure do. <laughs> they really do, man. Um, you know, it is going to be a fun-filled next couple days just to see where the rest of these people line up. By the way, the Timberwolves come back. 116-111 over the Washington Wizards in the nation's capital. Timberwolves doing a good job here because, as we said, um, they need every single win they can get. So they, they get a win out at Capital One Arena in D.C., shooting just about 53% from the field. Uh, they got the Spurs now coming up. They are in San Antonio Saturday. They got Houston coming in here Sunday, nice afternoon game. Then they got the Clippers coming in Tuesday night, and then they head off, and they are in New York City uh, next week on the 23rd. So some key, again, key games coming up for our Wolves. But congratulations on a great win, a good win uh, tonight over Washington. So first lady, you always go with the Patriots, says Big L. Yeah, ain't that the truth? But that's my wife. She's out there shadow dancing, just like she was at TDSS1. We got the hidden video out there somewhere of Angie, uh, <laughs> let's just say, feeling free and now giving me the side eye through the uh, studio glass here at the Gov's uh, Situation Room. Angie had a great time that first night. I guess the video will have to stay buried. She does not want that one out there. <laughs> but it is classic. It is classic. <laughs> Oh, man. Only facts, First Lady, says Big L. All right. So Sam Bradford, Phoenix, Josh McCown, Stillwood, New York. Um, Tyrod Taylor, forgot to mention him as well. He's now in Cleveland. Obviously, we know about Kirk Cousins. 
Uh, the Lions got offensive lineman uh, Devon Kennard for three-year $18.8 million. That was somewhat surprising to, I guess, league sources. You know, Bears making moves. They're trying to get weapons around Trubisky now. And this could be very interesting next year. Bill sent uh, Cordy Glenn to the Bengals. He's left tackle. We talked about Richard Sherman. Um, linebacker Alec Ogletree to the Giants. And on and on and on. So, I mean, you know, Vontae Davis, the Bills. <laughs> Nanji in our Spreaker.com chat room. The wife says, if you post that video, I will kill you. Okay, folks, you heard it here. If the gov goes down, check out the first lady. Make sure she ain't missing any gloves or anything. And by the way, Look, man, did y'all see the OJ special the other night? I hate to diverge, but just to take a minute to go down Brentwood Lane again. And I know a lot of, you know, some of y'all, you know, look, why are you doing that, Gov, all this? Look, I kind of had the same feel. I'm like, I'll just DVR, you know, this, this, the confession, all this stuff, right? That brother sliced them people up, man. <laughs> he did. Now I'll just leave it at that. OJ needs to stop talking. OJ needs to go get lost somewhere. And then, and if you're OJ, you try and enjoy the rest of your life. <laughs> Angie, first lady, I just watched the OJ special. I got ideas. I got ideas. Real, hold on. Wait a minute. Interracial relationship. Black guy, white wife. OJ's kids were named Justin and Sydney. The Gov's kids are named Justin and Sydney. <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm just joking. <laughs> but watch my back, man. Angie don't play. And she likes knives. OJ needs attention, period, says Ben. Uh, you know what? I, it Listen, as they say, it's a, it's a six-minute segment where he goes into Allegedly, the night that, you know, hypothetically, as he says, he was there. And you just just watch the special, man. It's it's just all the tales of an abusive dude. You know, he's got explanations for everything. Um, and yeah, that the interview was 10 years old, Thorny. You're absolutely right. It was done in 2006. I think this I think they said it was about nine months before the Vegas stuff popped off. But my point is this, look, if, if you didn't do it, why are you out there hypothetically talking about if you did, you know, how you doing? I don't know. I don't know. Trying to figure OJ out is, is not, is way above my pay grade. But yeah, I just thought it was very, very interesting because of his mannerisms, the way he describes how it went down and I mean, just the whole body language thing. That was the difference for me. And I, I look, I've always thought he did it or 
if he didn't actually do the cutting, he was there and, and knows who did. But yeah, anyway, enough about OJ. I just thought it was a very interesting show that, you know, if, if you have a DVR or you can go back and watch it somehow, check it out because it, it was actually kind of interesting. All right. Now let's get back to sports. You know, we were talking a little NBA here earlier in the Western Conference for our beloved Timberwolves who are in the sixth position now because teams three through eight, there is a four-game separation. Portland is the third seed. They're 41 and 26. They are 12 games behind Houston. Um, But Denver, the eighth seed right now, there is... Between them and Portland, it's a four-game stretch. And then everybody else is bunched in between. So Portland's your three seed as of now. Oklahoma City's number four. New Orleans, who's really been coming on with uh, Mr. Davis down there doing his thing. Uh, They are 38 and 28. Minnesota, my beloved Timberwolves, 39 and 29. Good win tonight. And the Clippers are the seventh seed. And Denver is the eighth seed. And Utah is technically tied, excuse me, with Denver. San Antonio on a little bit of a losing streak here, starting to fade. Lakers, they're still out there. Um, They're about six games behind, but more than likely won't make it. And then obviously there's the also Rams as well. See, we got some oatmeal talk going on here. Mike from Eden Prairie. Gov, let's talk about these Minnesota Timberwolves. Will they make the playoffs or will we have yet another Minnesota collapse and watch them fade and miss the playoffs again? Could very well happen, Mike. Could very well happen, man. They are two games out of the last spot right now. And that's why these games are critical. Again, a great win here with a John Wall-less, as we like to say. Uh, Washington squad. But that's what they got to do. Zert is a good cigar and Woodfield, uh, Woodford Preserve. <sighs> Busa. Hey, Busa, you're out there listening, man. Give me two cigars I need to be smoking this year. I'm, I'm heading over to um, my cigar shop here soon. It's been a while since I've had a good cigar. I got the Woodfield. I'm all ready. Give me two cigars that I need to be smoking, my friend. And I I, I duly appreciate that. All right. So, yes, Woodford Reserve is some of the best bourbon out there. If you like bourbon, if you like Maker's Mark, you will love this stuff. Definitely got to try it. Definitely on the Gov's list here. All right. So when we come back, we are going to talk a little Tiger Woods to end the show. Uh, We will get into the tournament a little bit here. See how you guys are feeling. Congratulations, by the way, to Sluggo's team, Georgia State University. They made the tournament this year. 
very happy for them. And unfortunately for us Minnesota fans here, up here, it's another wait and see year. But Villanova, Virginia, Xavier, and Kansas are your top seeds. Uh, some interesting matchups here. I really, um, the SEC, you're going to possibly have Auburn and Clemson going at it here in the second round. And also, keep an eye on Purdue. They're poised to make a little bit of a run um, coming out of the uh, number two seed there. Uh, they start with Cal Fullerton, but we'll get into that when we get back here. Um, some good old-time R&B in our last break here for the ladies, especially my wife. Um, one of our favorites is coming through town. Angie, we got to figure out if we're going to go see um, these, these dudes live. Uh, we, when we come back, we end it with some golf, with some college basketball. Um, Busa says, any Gurkha and try Kentucky Fire Cured Cigars. All right, I will definitely take that to... Um, my cigar shop here it is getting by the way wonderful weather here in the twin cities i cannot wait if this continues winter finally might be over in the twin cities and yes i can sit out back and enjoy on my patio a nice cigar some fine kentucky woodford as i like to say and just uh, sit back and enjoy, man. All right, so Angie, my love, this one's for you. Folks, we will be right back. Taking it home on Sports Done Right. Keep it tuned here. Okay. And for all you lovely ladies out there. You're a rich girl. You're going too far. But your number don't matter right now. You can rely.
votes are in and it's official. He's Minnesota's number one sports color commentator. The people got it right. And now it's time for you to get your sports done right. With the governor of sports talk, the honorable Vince Wright. Now, let's get back to the show. All right, folks, taking it home. Sports done right, our last segment of the evening. I want to thank everyone for joining us. Thorny Switch, you especially my Georgia sister. And again, I always appreciate Thorny because I, I love her takes. I love when she's on live. You know, she's a student doing that graduate thing, graduate school, all that. But I always appreciate you taking some time to hang with Sports Done Right. So again, thank you very much, Thorny. All right, y'all. Tiger Woods played very well last week. Let's hear what he has to say about it, and I'll tell you why it's still Tiger's world. Up with the golf course this week. Ah, uh, shit, I haven't. <laughs> um, I just got in today. I, I chipped and putted for a little bit. Uh, worked on my short game and worked on the speed of these greens. Uh, He's talking about this week. Told, the, the golf course is playing great. It's fast. Uh, rough is up and consistent. And they have the ability to get these greens to whatever speed they want. And so... Uh, just, just right here on the chipping green, just be able to hear the chips, you know, make that, that hard skip and see it make a hard skip. It's going to be, it's going to be a good test this week. Uh, you've won eight times here in 17 previous starts. Uh, talk a little bit about what this tournament means to you. I know some of your most uh, memorable moments have happened over yeah. on that 18th green with Mr. Palmer. Yeah, to be able to win this tournament and have Arnold there and to shake his hand for him to give me a big, big hug and. Uh, a couple times he says, I called it. I knew you were going to make that putt. And uh, it, it was little things like that. The last, you know, sharing jokes with him out there on the on the, on the green, and he and I laughing. And those are, are moments that, unfortunately, that uh, I'll never have. But uh, I have those memories. All right, we'll get started with Todd in the back. Tiger, going back to the hero, you said you didn't really know what your expectations were. As you progressed, you said you wanted to get some rounds under your belt maybe be competitive now considering how well you played last week and you come here where you have won eight times what are your expectations this week well i just keep getting better just keep making incremental improvements and i think i've done that um each and every week i've learned from what i've done and more importantly i'm learning my body um i'm learning how i can swing it and not swing it um my recovery, you know, these are all things that are new. And so uh, I'm still still learning, I'm getting a lot better at it, which is nice. And I think that you're starting to see the, the fruits of that now, of the little tweaks I've made, and I'm excited about it. Well, you heard it, Tiger Woods here. Real quick before we get off the shows, I just wanted to point that there's only one guy that's truly still moving the needle here, and that's Tiger Woods. So with the Valspar Championship, he came up a stroke short. He just couldn't hit those putts on Sunday. And he, you know, he gave up one birdie and it cost him. He got that long birdie putt on, what was it, 17 at what was about 35 feet or whatever. And yeah, Shelly B says he needs more major wins. That's true. Everybody likes how Tiger's looking. Big L out there. The ladies give him power. Well, he hey, he's single now. so. But check out these numbers here. 
Woods received 12% more exposure than the four previous winning golfers combined and three times more exposure than the Valspar winner, Paul Casey. Um, when Tiger, and this is a, a quote here from Smallwood, who runs the tournament. When Tiger's at the top of the leaderboard in the tournament, the sports content he provides increases the viewership and attention that the media outlets crave and thrive off of. Exactly. Um, and that is Eric Smallwood, excuse me. He is from the Apex Marketing Group um, who tracks these numbers. The third round coverage on Saturday of the event by NBC delivered a 3.26 overnight rating, the highest third round of any broadcast network since the 2006 World Golf Championship Bridgestone Invitational. Wow. Highest since 2006. The final round had a 5.1 overnight rating on NBC, the highest non-major PGA Tour broadcast since the 2013 Players' Championship. And that's, a, that's saying something. And those that didn't watch on TV got their fix elsewhere. This came from an ESPN article. On Saturday, nearly 5.5 million mi minutes were streamed on Golf Channel and NBC Sports Digital Networks up more than 600% compared to Saturday of the same event last year. The Valspar saw 27.2 million minutes streamed across Golf Channel, NBC, Sports Digital Platforms, which made it the most streamed PGA Tour event ever for the network, according to Adobe Analytics. I was one of them. I went out to lunch with my family on Sunday or Saturday, met my mom and sister and Angie and, and, and our daughter came and I got there a little early and I was, I was streaming the golf tournament, watching it on my Xfinity app. <laughs> Guilty. And Shelly B says, relax and just pound it, Tiger. And if he can stay in the fairways, he'll be all right. He's showing you what he can do with the irons. So new course, confidence should be growing, saying all the right things. The body seems to be holding up. This is what we need. We need a second act of Tiger Woods. Phil Mickelson won a couple year, weeks ago at age 47. If he can continue, there's plenty of time for him to do this, and we'll see next month. You got the Masters. I'm looking at Golf Magazine right now. It's the 2018 Masters preview. You know who's on the cover. Can he get it back? Is he back? I think he might be. Congratulations to Tiger Woods. But honestly, congratulations to Paul Casey as well for winning that tournament. He shot a, I think it was a 65 in that final round. He found the number. He went deep. He made the birdies that Tiger and the others just weren't making. And he deserved to win. And even he said if he wasn't going to win, he was hoping Tiger would win. And, you know, they talked about this now. There's a different feeling for Tiger out there now. Now it's one of these crowds out there truly love this dude now. And Stephen A, and I'll go find that sound bite. I, I thought I had it a couple weeks ago, but this is what he alluded on. We wanted, you know, Tiger to 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 give those Mia Copas and this, this, and that, and look what we did to him. You know, it's kind of like we 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 sucked the strength out of him. Now he might be back for that second 
that second act. Kesey, what up, my man? We're just getting ready to finish up here and head on over to Taste It Talk Tuesday here on xsquadaffiliates.com, Spreaker.com. That fine uh, adult relationship show. But I'll, I'll just finish up here on Tiger. We, we, we are all hoping that the kid is back. I can't say the kid, he's 40 years old now. But he showed last week that he just may be there. He doesn't have to hit these big drivers all the time necessarily. Those nice stingers off the tee with the two iron. Beautiful. Just keep the ball in play, Tiger. Just keep the ball in play. Uh, Next week, we'll get a little bit more into the tournament. I might try if I have some time here um, with this, the new gig and everything. Time's been real tight. Um, I might do a uh, tournament preview show, but just real quickly before we get out of here, I do like Purdue. Um, They start off with Cal State Fullerton. More than likely, here's the one hiccup. If they can, and I think uh, they'll take the winner of Arkansas Butler, I think Big L's Arkansas Razorbacks are going to find a way to beat Butler. And Arkansas is a tricky little team. That could be the hiccup game for Purdue. But beyond that, you know, they're looking at possibly playing against Florida or a uh, Texas Tech, if you believe the seedings. And I think that Purdue can take it right all the way into the Eastern Region Finals against more than likely Villanova. But, um, you know, keep an eye on Wichita State. Keep an eye on West Virginia as well. Virginia, very solid all year. I think keep an eye. Ohio State opens up with South Dakota State. More than likely, they're going to be playing Gonzaga, the fourth seed, in that second game. That can be a very interesting tilt. Because that's the type of game if Ohio State can get by can fuel them to make a run possibly to the region finals and wind up playing the North Carolina or with a little luck, North Carolina got knocked off, maybe Michigan. Big L says Arkansas Razorbacks going deep in the tournament. Nostradamus Big L, as he likes to call himself, as we know. Arkansas doesn't need to make room. Reservations past the first day. And by the way, welcome Deacon Dell. Deacon, make sure you go back and check out the show. As we are just coming to an end here, we're going to head on over to Tasty Talk Tuesday. Kesey, my main man, the digital demon out there, the digital mind behind all of our uh, X-Squad websites and Twitters and everything. I want to say what up to him. Make sure you're checking his show out, the Kicking It With Kesey show. Um, he's covering all the trending topics of the day, my main man, Kesey. Arkansas is out in the first round, says Mocha Bella in the Spreaker.com chat room. But how about Miami? Miami's a six seed. They open up with Loyola Chicago, and they are more than likely going to be playing Tennessee Mocha in the second round game. How you feeling about your Miami Hurricane basketball team? You know, weird tournament. Kentucky, fifth seed. Strong fifth seed this year. Tennessee's the third seed. All right, very interesting. And then you got the Bearcats out there from Cincinnati taking on Sluggo's Georgia State team. So stay tuned, basketball fans. It's about to get real for all of us college fans. Um, 
Angry Black says, Big L, Tiger gets paid well for just showing up. Sure does. And you see why. As I just told you the numbers. He sure does. All right, y'all. I'm going to get on out of here. It has been a phenomenal night. Glad to be back at it here on Sports Done Right. Thank you for listening to all our fans over there in western Wisconsin. Jill is over in Eau Claire tonight. She peeped in a little bit ago. I forgot to say what up to her. Um, Shannon, if you're listening over there in Wisconsin, I got to say it correct for her. She'll, she'll take me to task on Twitter, but anyway, man, thank you all for tuning in again. Vikings got their man. So now we just got to roll with it. Wish them the best. And we will see what shakes out. We'll see who sticks around. Looks like Jared McKinnon's going to be out of here. Stay tuned. All right, folks, I'm gone. Thank you again for listening. I appreciate the love for Sports Done Right. Again, follow us on Facebook, Sports Done Right, my last name, W-R-I-G-H-T. Make sure you follow me on Twitter at the Big Smooth One, the number one after the Big Smooth. And again, everybody, thank you for tuning in. Have a great night. Stay safe in the streets and be cool and just enjoy life, man. You only got one of them. Let's try and enjoy it as best we can. You guys take care. I am out. Thank you for listening to Sports Done Right with your host, the governor of Minnesota Sports Talk, the Honorable Vince Wright. Check out Sports Done Right every Tuesday night. And when it's over, stay up on all of the breaking sports news and commentary by joining the Sports Done Right Facebook group. Let your voice be heard and join the conversation right now. You finally got it right with Sports Done Right. <laughs>